Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the first session of the Turn on the Millionaire Within Science of Getting Rich podcast. Now, in designing this program, one of the key things for me was I realized that I don't know everything and that's a fact. I'm grateful for what I know, but I'm a product of influence, you know, the materials of people, exposure to people. And one of the books that actually impacted me and has impacted me the most, I mean, several of them, but, you know, particularly in this season of my life where I'm not just trying to manifest the level of finances that I've never done before, but I'm also helping others alongside coaches to be able to do this, is the book, The Science of Getting Rich. Interestingly, I bought this book. Let me check. Uh, I got this book in 20, 2001, and I'm just reading this book in 2021. <laughs> That's almost how many years? 20 years ago. And what that tells you is the fact that a lot of times what you require is close by you. Maybe I didn't have to read it anyway, you know, all the time. You know those books you just have there, you know, the signs of getting, oh, this is a nice title to have, look through it. But I just never got to read it. But, you know, sometime earlier this year, I had the opportunity to just go through it. And I've gone through it again and again. And it's just so amazing. What it did for me was it helped to put together several different ideas I had into a template that is usable, a template that is workable. And what we're going to be doing in this series is basically we're going to go through the whole book. I'm not going to be reading the book to you. You have to get a copy of that, you know, purchase it online, try to get it online. I think there are audio versions of it and go through the book in the 21 days that we have. Now, um, the thoughts I'll be sharing, I'll take it six pages and that way, I think there are 118 pages in all the book and over 21 you know, um, days we're able to go through every single part of it. So today, um, we start from chapter one. And chapter one talks about the right to be rich. Hmm, I love that. The right to be rich. If you've gone through the foundation of this program and all the different other segments you've gone through, by now you know that you are born to be rich, but this one is deeper. It speaks about the right to be rich. A right is something that you're entitled to. So, what this is saying is that you are entitled to be rich. Now, somebody said, but there are people that are poor. They're not in this class. You are the one in this class. <laughs> you are the one in this cohort. You are entitled to be rich. In fact, I want you to say that to yourself. Say, I am entitled or I have a right to be rich. And let's just go into a few things, you know, that in, in the course of my reading that I came across. The first one is, it says that the fact remains, and I'm just going to read in portions of it, and I'll just expatiate on my thoughts on it. It says the fact remains that it is not possible to live a really complete or successful life unless one is rich. And I want you to think about that. Think about it. Do you think that if you don't have money, you can live a full life? The fact about it is that there are many things that you will want to do, lives you want to bless, things you would like to have, you will never have them. So the fullness of life is actually tied to the status of being rich. The other thing he said is that society is so organized that man must have money in order to become the possessor of things. And that's the fact about it. You can't get things. In fact, the free things you get most times are not often the best. Once in a while you get some really good things for free you know, maybe as a gift and all that, but you can't demand gifts from everybody every day. Therefore, for you to really be able to get things that you actually, you know, their needs, their wants, their desires, for, and you are entitled to every one of them. You have a right to every one of them. The fact about it that there must be a transaction. So if you are still struggling with the idea of, you know, should I be rich and all that, you have to be rich. It's no longer, I tell you, it's so expensive to be poor. 
it is so expensive to the poor. Yesterday, I went to the supermarket with my wife, and you know, we went to go and buy it. I just said, oh, get what you want. And then it came. I mean, I spent quite a bit, you know, and all this. And I, I'm the one that carried it out in one paper bag. <laughs> Do you get my point? Quite a bit. I'm talking about tens of thousands of naira and all that. And I carried it in one paper bag, and I'm like, wow, I'm happy I can do this. But to be poor is suffering. You just have to keep downgrading the standard of your life, the quality of life that you have. So again, say to yourself, I have a right to be rich. Let me go to the next one. It says, man's right to life means his right to have the free and unrestricted use of all the things which may be necessary to fulfill, uh, necessary to his fullest mental, spiritual, and physical unfoldment. Or in other words, his right to be rich. Let's look at that. Your mental development. Do you know that the choice of schools or the institutions you go to a lot of times is influenced by the amount of wealth that you have accessible at that point? Not only you, even your parents. They would, some of them would have loved to take you to better school, but again, they look at their budget and they're able to go now. Thank God for grace and all that. We still came out well. But the fact about it is that your exposures actually determine a lot how far you move in life. And so your mental development, even your spiritual development, the fact about it is that some of the books you should be able to get, some conferences you like to attend and all that, you can't attend them because sometimes they are a distance. So wealth enables you to even get your spiritual development in place. What about your physical unfoldment, your gifts, the things you want to explore? You want to find out, do I really like coding? Do I really? You can't know. You can only take educated guests sometimes when you don't have access to wealth, okay? All right? So in other words, your right to be rich is there, but you see, you require money to, to do that. Another thought it says that no man ought to be satisfied with a little if he's capable of using and enjoying more. Why, why go for small when there is room for more? Do you get my point? A lot of people are like, oh, I'm, I'm satisfied with this. Well, okay, that's great to be satisfied. But what about more on the table? There's so much more on the table. There's so much wealth available. Why don't you go for it? Do you get my point? So why be satisfied with little if you are capable of using and enjoying more? He says, every man should have all that can contribute to the power, elegance, beauty, and richness of life. To be content with less is sinful. I underline that. <laughs> You should have all that can contribute to your power. And when I say your power, your own power is to empower others to your elegance, the kind of life you want to live. I'm not talking about extravagance, but be vegans. The extra might be the problem, okay? Beauty, all right? The richness to life, okay? To be content with less. It says, it says the man who owns all he wants for the living of all the life is capable of living is rich. In fact, when I read that statement, I said to myself, that is one of the major definitions of be, to be rich. It means, it says, the man or woman who owns all he wants for the living of all the life he's capable of living is rich. So, guys, hear me. You are rich. And that means that you have to own that identity and get yourself to the place where you actually get, you actually have what you need to live a full life. You have ideas. You want to go and be a blessing to people and you can do that not just wow ideas 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 implementable ideas because you have resources he said the desire for riches is really the desire for a richer fuller and more abundant life and people think oh i don't i don't have desire for riches i have desires for god and you must have desires for god as a first as a priority but you must also have a desire for riches but think about it you never get what you don't desire 
the food that you want. You know, you really want to eat a particular meal. That desire is what makes you make a phone call, makes you travel all the way down sometimes just to get that meal. And that is part of the enjoyment of life that God has given to you, okay? So the desire for riches is not a bad thing. It is actually the desire for a richer, fuller, and more abundant life. Now, I encourage you, I'm not going through every part of the book, but it's just the first six pages that I'm taking today. It says, desire is possibility-seeking expression. So don't feel bad that you desire the good things of life. It's basically seeking expression or function-seeking performance. So it is the way that God has designed you. Do you know that if God sent you to this world and encoded you to be rich, it's natural to want to be rich. Don't downplay it. It's not the most important thing, but it's a very important thing in life. He also says that a man's highest happiness is found in the bestowal of benefits on those he loves. Love finds its most natural and spontaneous expression in giving. And guys, that is the thing. So while you can have money for yourself and enjoy yourself, the real, the biggest place where you enjoy the power of wealth is being a blessing to others. But you can't express that power if you don't have wealth. So wealth is what you have been originally conditioned and designed for. But hey, life has happened and that's why we're doing this program. Turn on the millionaire within. Two more points. It is perfectly right that you should desire to be rich. If you're a normal man or woman, you cannot help doing so. So, I love that point because what he says is that, are you normal? This, it's, it's okay that you desire to be rich. Don't let anybody, you know, make you feel bad. It takes a poor person actually to make a person feel bad about trying to be rich, okay? Because you, you're a good person. Remember that money only amplifies who you really are. So I'll say that again. It is perfectly right that you should desire to be rich. If you're a normal man or woman, you cannot help doing so. The last point, it says, if you neglect this study, you are derelict in your duty to yourself, to God and humanity. For you can render to God and humanity no greater service than to make the most of yourself. And the most of yourself, and this is me adding is that the most of yourself can only be gotten when you are actually able to have the resources required to do all that you want. I read that other part again. You can render to God and humanity no greater service than to make the most of yourself. And riches and wealth are actually part of it. Okay, so please get comfortable with wealth. We'll continue again tomorrow with the next part. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.